Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan, and this is a podcast about podcasting. In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing Voice 19, which has just happened in Newark, New Jersey, and is the largest voice-first conference in the world. For those of you who are not familiar with the term voice-first, it refers to a system which primarily accepts user input via voice commands and may augment audio output with a tightly integrated screen display. A voice assistant is a personal helper that lives in your phone, tablet, speaker, streaming box or other internet connected devices. These have exploded in popularity in recent years and now come pre-installed on most smart devices. Voice is a conference organised by Pete Erickson and usually happens in the summer. It's an annual conference and for the last two years has been held in Newark, New Jersey. Voice focuses on everything to do with voice design and voice user experiences. And my favourite quote from the conference is that if you begin a project with a weak design approach, everything that comes after is a waste of time. When you're designing a voice experience for a brand, you need to consider the personas involved. And a good approach is to do conversational design role plays to test out user experiences. Another consideration you've got to take into account when designing for voice is whether the device in question has a screen or not. If it doesn't have a screen, then you need to consider a voice-only output. Another issue you've got to consider when you're designing for voice is the context of the person, their location, their conversational history, their preferences. The more information you have on this, the better the voice experience will be. Talking of personas, in the audience and some of the use cases and presentations given, there were all sorts of different scenarios from people with partial sightedness and uh, difficulties in terms of accessibility through to kids. For example, voice experiences can help the blind experience an art museum in a different way. And when you're designing for kids, you need to consider issues around advertising and monetization. Now, this clearly isn't an issue for the BBC, as it's not a commercial organization in that sense. But for other commercially minded businesses, this is something to look at. And when you're designing for kids, make sure you don't make them cry. It's quite different designing for a kid than it is an adult when it comes to voice. Voice design is becoming increasingly multimodal with new devices being given screens. This adds a layer of complexity and you need to learn to code in languages such as Amazon presentation language. Of course, if you're using a voice assistant on a mobile phone, it already has a screen. So again, it's a design consideration that needs to be thought out. Consider a situation such as a family watching a smart TV. The voice assistant doesn't know who's in front of the television and therefore it's hard to choose the programming to suit the needs of the audience. One of the great advantages of voice user experience is you can shoot through the menus so you don't have the complicated graphic user interfaces that we're so used to on traditional computers and mobile phones. As more and more businesses and brands build out voice experiences, sonic branding becomes more relevant. One of the challenges is taking a multi-million dollar brand and distilling it down into a few seconds of audio. Sonic branding is so powerful because it transcends all these other ways in which we've communicated about brands. One way to think about sonic branding is what's your personality and your audio DNA. Coming up with your own ringtone or audio soundscape is actually harder than you'd think. 
One of the great things about voice is that humans are currently losing empathy and our attention spans have dropped, including our IQs, because people are addicted to mobile phones. We're actually having less conversations. Hopefully, voice experiences will increase conversations. What the big media brands are wanting to do in any type of business is to get a voice command that gets you to the content you want on any platform and any device. When you're thinking about voice experiences, you need to think about brand building with voice rather than short-term sales activation. It sounds kind of obvious, but sound moves us in ways other mediums don't, and it's undervalued and underutilised. And new audiences are emerging in this new smart speaker era. In the new smart speaker era, the audience is very much in control of when to turn you on and when to turn you off. And there's greater personalization and atomization of content. With the rise of artificial intelligence, robotic voices and text-to-speech are starting to sound pretty good and people are starting to accept this. When we look at synthetic voice versus human voice, the shorter form audio commands can be done by the robots, but it's better to have the long form content done by humans for better engagement. When businesses are designing for voice, mobile is top of mind, followed by cars. Once you've built your voice experience, it's very important to market it because without this, people will not use your skills and your actions. Discoverability is still a challenge within the voice space. Overall, Voice 19 was a fantastic experience with around 5,000 people attending, 350 speakers and 280 sessions. So long may it continue and bring on Voice 2020. Thank you for listening to a podcast about podcasting. I've been Sean Gilligan. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, do subscribe and share on social media. And until next time, bye for now.